This is the Black Rifle Coffee Podcast. Prepare to get caffeinated. Hey, welcome to the Black Rifle Coffee Podcast. We've got the core four, as we like to call. We've got myself, Jared Taylor, Matt Best, Logan Stark. So Logan Stark and I are in Salt Lake City. Uh, Matt, you're in Texas. Great job. I'm in well, the studio, which happens to be in Texas. Really impressive. Uh, he's in Texas. I, well, he's no, in Texas. I, I was, my name and my location. Oh my I God. was debating whether to say your actual location, like your address. I was going to give oh, your address out. Okay. I was just going to dox your ass right here on our own show. Just like... Just, just straight just, up There you me. go. Yeah. Uh, and then Jared... I don't know. I, I never know where the fuck you what? are. What? I I, I'm in Washington State. It's beautiful out right now. What are you no, doing in Washington State? Hanging out with Corey's parents. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. It's fun. And shot a and video with Grand Thumb. That was good. I yeah, played that's Ron right. Jeremy. Oh, yeah. You played Ron Jeremy. Yeah. I did. I did. His big series that he's been, you know, the attack of the Ron Jeremy targets. And now he's brought me back to life. And uh, and and it was a mistake because now I'm, I'm, I'm after him and his guys. The role you were born to play. Yeah. I think, yeah. And yeah. you've yeah. met Ron Jeremy in the flesh. Yeah. And so you don't remember, he got like seven plates of food on set. It was impressive. And now he's in jail. So it's Is like, it's, it's done a whole, yeah. yeah, he's in jail forever. For what? I don't know, you know. Him being yeah. like a mildly perverted. And I'm like, well, he's a porn star. So what the fuck do you expect? But I don't, what do you get arrested for? Yeah. I think it's sexual assault or something. Yeah. Oh. Shocking. Yeah. You know, the weird thing is I haven't really kept my finger on the pulse of the Ron Jeremy. You're not up to date with your Ron Jeremy news? You don't have anything <laughs> more important to do? It's for Ron Jeremy's whereabouts. <laughs> I know who he is. I remember him. Like, I remember that those plates of food that he would scoop up on the set of Range 15. Ooh, and yeah. Matt's right. It was like seven... Seven turns on the table, dude. He was what going I back and is he back. Had a cup that he had put the soup in, and then he put a lot of other food in the soup that was all being like he had just stuff sticking out of his soup, and he was just drinking. That sounds made up to me. No, no. It was, I mean, it's real. It. I believe. What would he put it, in the soup? I believe like, it. Like goulash and like cornbread and stuff. He just had everything in there. There was like meat and all kinds of shit hanging out of his cup, and he was just drinking. <laughs> that sounds like something you would do. Are you yeah. sure he, that's he, not yeah. what you did? And he now you're came saying and sat next to me, and I had a taste. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna take like, like a meat mimosa, like a meat yeah. mimosa. Yeah. That, like mm. you know, maybe like one shot of vodka in there, and there's just like a sausage, maybe like a a turkey leg, like but a whole mm. turkey leg. You know, yeah. just like yeah. you'd have to have a big cup, more like. Good. Going to take chalice. like how you have a, a Bloody Mary and just do that for every meal. I, I yeah. think I like that. I think that we, we should we should have Jared make a series of videos on the perfect Bloody Mary. And it's oh, and, it's, and then just yes. food cups. It's it's just a food cup. It's like a whole turkey. <laughs> the food like, it's like a it's like a whole turkey. <laughs> You're like deep frying the turkey first. Bloody Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Jared does America food cups. <laughs> and since you're not dr drinking there's no alcohol in it and you're just essentially no. eating sausage just, it's 
It would be like like a crawfish boil, and you just put yeah. that into a fucking cup and called it. Yeah, Bloody Mary. I mean, I got yeah. some salmon dip in the fridge right now. I've been you know picking yeah. at a little bit this morning. Oh yeah, did we start the uh, vegetarian life yet? Oh no, no, I haven't done it. I, I've just been. I was looking. I said I was looking at it. No, you said you were gonna do it. Did no, he? I said yeah. I was unsure yet. Mm, I don't fault you for not doing the vegetarian. That would be that. That's literally terrifying to me. I'll never fucking do that ever. The biggest thing is, is you literally can't go anywhere. If you go on this diet, you can't go anywhere because there's no, you can't get food that matches this diet that's outside not, that, of your house. That's not true. No, I, we went to vegetables everywhere. Like McDonald's and other fast food yeah. like establishments don't necessarily have, have a profound vegetarian menu. I've not had McDonald's in over 110 days. How do you know the days that you've gone? I, I, you have one I of those trackers on your phone, it. don't you? Yeah. It was on May 10th. <laughs> McDonald's. And, and I can vouch for it because I've had a tracking device on him for over 110 days. In his colon? That's true. <laughs> yeah. I put it in there earlier in the year. <laughs> I just, it's not a tracking device. I just share my location with you so you can shame me if I am in the drive through That's true. Yeah. That is true. So how is Washington anyway? Is that is a COVID lockdown in Washington? Is it like okay, crazy? So that started yesterday. Um, but Sunday, they there it was still like it was scheduled. So Sunday, everything was fairly normal. There's a little bit increase in mask wearing than there is in Texas. Right. Like probably by like 30%. But then supposedly, I didn't really go anywhere yesterday, so I don't know. But today... You know, starting Monday, statewide mask mandate. So I guess, uh, I don't know. That's all they're doing, statewide mask ma- mandate. Interesting. So anywhere yeah. you go, you have to wear it. So if you're... Even outside? It, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's outside. Indoor, it's indoor mask mandate. I'm ah, it's okay. If you're indoors, you have to have a mask. Got it. How come yeah. you don't have one right now? Because it looks like you're indoors. You're indoors. I built this, though. Okay. So I get to set the... Uh, I mean, yeah. I could put it on. I got it on. Maybe. No, I'll please don't. No, no. We'll just do that for the rest. No, let's not. Do. Your audio already <laughs> sounds like you're in a wind tunnel. Those are, that's, and that's just a, 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 a pair of Corey's panties. Uh, that was that was even that was, that was even a, a mask. little memes I saw on the internet is the dude was like it's obviously staged but they're like hey you can't get in his girl just takes off her panties and he puts them on his face and walks in it's a solid move dude yeah I dude I've seen some awesome memes I will say COVID has been really good for memes and uh, obviously the internet is is king but oh. I watched this do it yourself mask video. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday that somebody sent me and it was awesome dude it was like all the bullshit you could try to use as a mask and mm. uh they're like taking socks off and cutting like cutting the the, yeah. the 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 foot off then little holes in it and then putting a sock on their face and like taking their underwear off and putting their underwear around their face and just wearing it like in front with like the 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 the, the penis hole thing that you pull out you know like right there it was it was awesome because if you do those and then you take them out into public and wear them, that's even better because then you're just yeah. you're making a mockery of the entire thing, which, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you guys, uh, I've got two more minutes of talking before you can talk, Jared, um, is the smoke was so bad here in Salt Lake for the last mm. couple of weeks because of the forest fires. 
However, the news came out and said, hey, everybody, your N95 mask does not protect you against the smoke in the air. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought thought was hilarious because I'm like, (laughs) you can see that particulate, guys, just so you know, like you can see that. It's in the air. You can see it. And it doesn't protect you. Just, just, just throwing yeah. a couple things out there. That's that, fucking great. You know what I'm saying? My favorite memes that are coming out are the ones of General Miley with pink hair. Oh yeah, those are good. Oh, it's I like seen doesn't that. end. They're oh, relentless yeah. against him right now. They're great. I, is it Millie or Miley? Millie, Millie. Yeah. I like to call him uh, Miley, like Miley. Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Yeah, General I, Miley I like Cyrus. that. That's a better one. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you came up with a really good meme the other day that we need to make. Uh, I can't was, remember. You, you said you said put a picture of Hunter Biden in, Af- in Afghanistan and said, <laughs> tell me you suck at pulling out without telling me you suck at pulling out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, the Bidens are the worst pullout people ever. Yeah, basically. <laughs> they, 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 they fucked up a couple big ones there, boys. Just, just so you know. A couple big ones. Matt doesn't find any of this funny, by the way. He's just like... No, I'm, I'm enjoying. I mean, anytime we can talk shit on Hunter Biden, I'm in. I want to fucking... That guy's a fucking lunatic. Like, that. please. Did you not destroy him? see the link I sent you to that video? There, the guy connects BRCC's... Oh my god! Like, like, yeah. like thing to Hunter Biden scandal. Yeah, did you did you oh, see wow. that? It was awesome. There's like so the best these like uh, basement larpers that are trying to connect things. They're like Hunter Biden's laptop and BRC, and it's like, man, you guys are fucking stretching hard, man. Like it's like <laughs> anything they can do. I mean, wait, wait I, I chimed in How on a couple of them. I chimed in. I was like, well, it was did, 14 did the, minutes. And, did the Knights got, of the Round, did the Knights of the Round Table LARPing group not get together this weekend? <laughs> so you had to like make a fucking video. Like it was, it was, it was 14 minutes. I mean, after he talked about how much he would fight people in public, like, like it was just like I tried, I, I tried to get through it, but it was just hard. It was just a really, really dumb video. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Wow. Okay. That's. Uh, you know, I feel like the internet has just made this like interesting transition, like in the the post COVID era of it's it's just like it's very entertaining, but it's just a cesspool of like bullshit information, and it's it's interesting to watch how it's like conforming into something different than it used to be. Yeah, but how say how transforming? Can you, but like how. It's hard to even differentiate what's being pushed that's fake and what is fake, and then what is actual humans that that are actually putting this stuff out. It's, it's fucking you don't know, so you just can't, you can't trust anything. No, you can't. No. Well, I well, I think that's the the interesting thing about the internet and the and the and the opinion based channels, especially on on YouTube. It's like you have a bunch of people spewing a bunch of their opinion, right, about anything. It's like the flat earth scenario is, I I think, a great one, which is you have a bunch of people on the internet that are talking about how the earth is flat and there's a grand conspiracy to keep the information from, you know, citizens of the world because, and you're like, you guys are fucking crazy. Like, 
you think the entire scientific community has been in collaboration to keep this from the world in multiple universities, you know, international organizations and scientific communities. And it's like, but you got a dude on YouTube with a GED that goes out with a fucking stop sign in his camera. And he's like, see, the world's flat. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I saw one the other day. It was like of the space station and it was the curvature of the earth. And they like circled a portion of space and were like, Space proven that Earth is flat, and it like it made zero fucking mm-hmm. sense. And I was like, I gotta look at the comments, and there was literally like six comments, like the world needs to see this. I'm like, it's a yeah. picture of the Earth, and the Earth is 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 curved. But okay, yeah, but you're telling me after all these years, there's not one person that wanted to write the book about the whistleblowing conspiracy of I think we could become flat Earth. earthers. I think we become flat earthers, and we write that book, and then. We can just come up with the wackiest. That's fucking what I mean. Every time ever. someone says, every time someone says, there's this big conspiracy. You don't think one human would have cashed in on that yet? Like mm-hmm. that was sure part of the flat big Earth books. Are there flat Earth books? I'm there's sure they. They're like, do the people Coloring that believe books. in this? Yeah, like the people that believe in this. I think they would have a hard time writing a book. To be fair, like I, I, I and this is me being very condescending but <laughs> if you're believing a pseudoscientist on YouTube and you're discounting 99.99999% of the entire professional scientific community that actually studies this every day with IQs above 120 man you got a fucking problem <laughs> i mean yeah, you but- have like a serious like i like you, you like you need some help like people need help they really do. Like, is that does that sound too mean? No, but like, I think no. It, I, I no. mean you're on track with this because I've seen guys that start YouTube channels with an expertise of something they never did, something they never they never became an expert on, like survival. Like, like I'm going to start a YouTube channel on survival, but when you were in the military, you never attended any survival. Or no, you were, you never got you never became an expert on survival, but because you know, you you did three, four years as an E4 in the army. Now I'm but, an expert on survival. That stems the main question inherently with that situation is, do you fault the person that is not a subject matter expert in a certain area or field? And then, or do you fault the people that actually listen to the person that never did it? That's like me mm-hmm. claiming that I am a quantum mechanics expert and I start a YouTube channel and then I don't know anything. I'm doing algebra. And then people are like, ah, quantum mechanics. Like, is it, <laughs> I mean, I really fault the person. I mean, it's fucking stupid, but... It's I, you're so the passionate about black holes. Like, I'm yeah, totally I love black holes. I love all holes. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're gravitational pull channel. for my penis. Yeah. They just, it just sucks them in. Wait, what are we talking... What kind of holes are we talking <laughs> about? Hold on. Yeah, but that's something the internet has done. It is. It has taken... Mm. It, it has given everybody the ability. All you have to do is say... You you confuse your opinion with some sort of weighted expertise, and that's what's really dumb about it. Is I don't see all these people rushing into surgical centers and commenting behind the shoulder of a brain surgeon saying, "Well, I wouldn't do it like that." Hey, <laughs> that's I what think, I do on my Sundays. Actually, that's I, a, I think we should start that YouTube channel. Yeah, surgery neuro- troll neurology. <laughs> 
Let's just start trolling surgeons. That's our new. Yeah, that's yeah. our new YouTube yeah. channel surgeons. where we're like, I don't know. I wouldn't use that there right now. I wouldn't put that guy completely under. I would get in a different anesthesiologist on this. One. I would watch it's like, you really want the twelve gauge scalpel. I would use the fourteen gauge. That's what I would do. Well, yeah. if it was like angry cops going all drill instructor, yeah, at the surgeon while he's like. No, I, I like brain I, surgery to take it back to Jared's point about like these survival, like like all these survival guys. It's like it, they should have issued a YouTube channel with every one of those uh, 550 fucking survival bracelets that they sold over the last fucking 10 years. They should have just been like, Hey man, you got your 550 bracelet. You're going to be able to survive any, any storm, any place with this, this fire starter in like a hundred yards of 550 that you wear at all point at every point in time. It's like, hey, I, I, in my vehicle though, I always have duct tape and 550 cord because you can fix a lot of fucking shit with that. You really yeah, can. You can, you can keep a lot of, you can, you can keep a lot of mouths closed. You know what I'm saying, Logan? Dude, I can make a, I can make an impromptu tourniquet out of some 550 cord. I could, yeah. you know, have I, string and do I'm, stuff with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling disaster. You just said you're using 550 as a tourniquet. Oh, I, no, that, no well, that's the whole joke, right? Like, it, what is what is what do they always say about that? Like a belt or what? What's the tourniquet joke on there? I don't know. Disaster's always showing those guys. Like, tourniquet the tourniquet is a huge thing. Yeah, the tourniquet wars. The, it's all over the place. It's the tourniquet wars. It's like, yeah, and it's yeah. if if you get down the rabbit hole in this stuff, like. As Jared and I and whomever else have been down the rabbit hole on some of this, like you, you're like, dude, you're just restricting blood flow. You, you, you can do that with a combination of things. Like, you know, these are arms and tubes, and you just got to turn it off. Like it's it's a hose. So you know, I mean, don't don't overthink it. There, tough guy. Like it's it, there are other things. There are other things out there that the people should be really concerned with. But you know, who am I? I'm just. I'm just a guy that spent my adult life in combat zones carrying things like that, but it's okay. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I mean, I like tourniquets. They they're they're fun, and they I hurt do too. to put on. Sometimes I just put on my cat tourniquet I, for fun. I I have four different fucking versions yeah. of tourniquets. Like I have four different versions. You know why? Because some of them are better for dogs. Some of them are better for kids. Some of them are better for like me because I use the cat tourniquet a ton. Yeah. Right. So it's like I have a cat always dude, in my truck. And they're and they're expendable items. Like I go through, I've I've gone through, I guess, a few times with the family. Like, hey, this is how you do this because if they're in a traffic accident, like they yeah. have to be able to use it. Mike Glover actually, Fieldcraft has, uh, they just outfitted my truck with med kits. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, oh dude, nice. he, I need to buy that because I have my like, yeah. former Ranger one from North American Rescue and stuff, and and I have that in my truck because that's. I see probably an accident once every couple of weeks in Texas and normally they're not bad enough for any to stop. But occasionally you're like, oh shit. And luckily I haven't had to like save, save someone's life. But you know, he's, it's, he's it's got a real thing that you're going to run into that. And you could be the difference between someone dying or living. You know, I think it's really important for most everybody to have something like that on them. Well, he's got this, uh, this thing that you can mount on the back of your seat. So passenger driver, and it's got Tear away Velcro packets and tourniquets and med kits and things like that on the back of it. Does he sell them? Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah we, sell, we, sell, the, we sell we sell this stuff. We sell this stuff in our uh, Black Rifle Coffee store. We do now, yeah. So yeah, I didn't know they classes. had the actual ones built for the vehicles. I mean, I've they looked do. at Mike's stuff. He does great work, but yeah, it and uh, they outfitted like my entire 
truck with this stuff. I was up there the other day. He's coming down today too, but and they put it all in there. And it's uh it's it's really really cool and it's really easy to get to as far as like being able to to uh field dress something, you know, or not dress, um applying the field. So yeah. it's cool. If you guys you should get check it out because it's fucking really cool. Right thing about call. Mike. Inter- right? Interesting thing about Mike is he's been to a seer course. Well, Mike Mike is a survival <laughs> expert. The difference is, is he's a command sergeant major, retired command sergeant major, or sergeant major, one of the two. He's been to multiple survival schools and he eats, breathes, and sleeps this stuff as his profession after he got out. Like, if he, I have a survival question, <laughs> I go to Mike. Like, I, I'm like, hey, man, what do you think about this? Like, because Mike knows all the things about like he's up on so many different things that that you want to discuss, whether it's like field craft and you want to go like down the rabbit hole and starting fires with multiple different items, or you want to build an improvised shelter, you want to field dress an animal, whatever. Like he knows all that shit. Like I, I roast coffee. Like that's that's what I do as a profession. Like, but I'm not going to go to like you know Joe Schmuckatelli, like former E4 Cav Scout, and be like, hey man, what do you do? It's like. <laughs> What? <laughs> like, fuck! What the fuck does he know? Like, or you could go to Mike. Be like, yeah, hey Mike, what do you think of this? Unless he grew up in the backwoods, right? And he's like one of those Louisiana boys that are just fucking crazy, and they think that you should not wear sandals like out in the wilderness because it makes you weak. Those guys are tough. Well, no, we like. I'm not discounting the people that have taught <laughs> know, themselves how to funny. do it, dude. There's some badass people out there. I mean, like. Look at um, what was that dude's name? Um, Les Stroud, right? Mm. Survivor man, survival man. Like that guy's legit. Dude, like, that that primitive technologies YouTube channel. Have you guys watched that at all? I don't. Know. I absolutely have. Oh, that's oh so yeah, good. yeah. The guy that digs out all the elaborate caves builds, and shit. Builds yeah. all yeah, these yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. It's the fucking greatest. Mm-hmm. That's some patience, though, to use those tools. I'm just yeah. wondering, is there like a spot in the Philippines that if you stumble on, it's like 600 of these elaborate shelters that they've built? I Probably. So. Yeah. It's a, it, I, that, that sounds like a very pleasant place to visit. I would go there with you. Mm-hmm. When the Delta ages. We, we get, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the Delta 8, like the marijuana variant or like... COVID. Oh, oh, Delta variant. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I forgot. Yeah. I, I, you, I think you, you mixed weed and COVID. That's okay. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's totally cool. That's the, next, that's the next variant in Washington State. It's just going to be a COVID marijuana variant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm, no, I'm reluctant no. to go to Seattle at any point in time, like I've, or that Seattle area just in general. Like Has I've, anybody I've mixed it. weed and coffee yet? Is there a yeah. THC caffeine? There is. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. If you, you go to the dispensaries like. now, like in where it's legal, I mean, they have everything. It's like root beer, nitro cold brew infused. I mean, the coffee usually, I've heard it tastes like shit, uh, you know, but yeah, they have everything. So did you know that they're, they're completely eradicating some cancers with THC therapy, but it is hard. THC therapy. We're talking one gram of THC a day for 60 days. I don't know what that means. One gram? I don't know what that means. Like Like 10 milligrams gives you high. 10 milligrams. 
What? Now, so, Whoa. Yeah, so one gram of, of concentrated, they're called Phoenix Tears, which is the oil, the THC oil. But it, a 60-day run of this has been completely ridding people of certain cancers. Is this real or is this like This sounds like some flatter shit. I've, dude, I've, I've been down in Mexico with a lot of this fucking, this is what I've been doing the last right. week and a half. Like and listening to mm-hmm. some of these dudes, these guys, these doctors that came from Canada and explaining some of this stuff to us, mm-hmm. we're like, oh my God. I'm more curious about what is one gram of THC do to you, do to you mentally and physiologically? Yeah. Like, I feel like you would just be like, you're in, in like bed. a spinning. Like, yeah, like you, just, would, you would be like, comatose. Like, no, you wouldn't be able to do a damn thing. It's almost out of body experience. Like, wow. my uh, one of the guys there had done it and he said that, uh, he was able to listen to music in multiple layers at once. Like, so he was isolating, he was isolating every track in the music, the drums, the bass. This is like, but, it, but you're in bed when you do right. this, but it's a 60 day regime. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't fucking walk well, this around is, on the gram. No, I balls does that before he comes into work every day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so he's just, he prefers the uh, 500 milligram <laughs> anal suppository. That's, uh, that's the way to go. <laughs> two, he doubles two, down. One, two, two, two gram. But, but uh, eradicating cancer, like just gone. Well, they, they, have, uh, they have some really interesting therapies. I've, I've had to go do some research because I have uh, a variant of Lyme's disease called the alpha-gal variant, which is, makes me allergic to red meat. So I went on antibiotics for a couple months. Everybody's kind of heard me talk about yeah. this. But they have some interesting therapies that they... They're Lyme's, yeah. Yeah, well, they're, they're dosing really high doses of like IV vitamin C. And part of that has been proven to combat against some cancers and some variants of Lyme disease. So I'm, I'm kind of teed up to, to uh, do some alternative therapies. Have, have out you there. heard of uh, biocidin, Evan? No, I, I, I don't know I'll, what that I'll is. I'll share with you after this. So my cousin, who I haven't seen in probably 20 years, but she came over to my dad's house yesterday. She has Lyme's disease and I can figure out what variant it is. Um, but she had some weird effects like like gaining fat around her stomach. I don't know specifically, but she said this like oral um, version. It's like a you know little dropper mm-hmm. that whatever she got in the biocidin, I think it is. I don't know anything about it, but she said it was an absolute game changer. And she's like on the road to recovery after because she spent a year dealing with Lyme's disease and just been fucking miserable. I've got some for you too, because they were talking about this down there about uh, they treat people that have long the long-term version of Lyme's yeah. a lot. So they have something that they've been doing with these guys. Uh, that I could give you as well. And then also you probably shouldn't take your doctor advice from me and Jared, but we're here to help. No, <laughs> yeah, we are. Here I, to help. Jer- I think, I think you guys should start a new YouTube channel called medical advice from Jared medical and Matt. Advice. Yeah. <laughs> medical <laughs> advice from non-doctors. Where, where you just troll surgeons for, <laughs> you know, doing shoddy work and you guys just start give... you cure COVID by bloodletting and you can do it with razor blades <laughs> or leeches. It's yeah. your user preference. Yeah. Or high doses of THC seem to solve a lot of problems. I, I would imagine. <laughs> we Maybe. should do a show and one of us can do the the one gram droplet no. and just see what happens. I mean, well, you don't sure, but not me. Yeah, I feel like Jared would do it. I, I, I mean, I do think we should, we should try this. Yeah, we absolutely should. No. Yeah. <laughs> 
Come on, good. I'll sit this one out. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll sit oh, this one Logan, out. Logan, I'll, I'll, we'll interview you guys. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Let's both do it. I would love, though, I would love to do a show where where we we have uh, Roger and my dad take oh, yeah. high doses of idea. like psilocybin just to see what happens to them. <laughs> 70, because oh, Roger's what, 78? What and just, is, dude. No, no, I yeah, think you, no, I think yeah, you go do. the opposite way. I think you go at about two and a half grams and then just record their conversation. So yeah. just get them a little bit over the hump so they're, so they're just talking. <laughs> that would be interesting. Did you watch the Fantastic Fun Guy? Documentary? No, yet? I haven't got a chance. I'm going to do it tonight. Okay, so it, it's incredibly fascinating and a really cool visual journey. But uh, it's kind of centric around Paul Stamets, who's gone on Rogan a handful of times. And this dude uh, stuttered for his youth up to like 15 years old. He took something six like that. years of speech therapy, uh, it, like education-based speech therapy every like five days a week. Six years. And he he found some mushrooms. He took way too many. Uh, not sure the exact dosage, but I think it was like estimating like 10 grams worth of mushrooms. It was like Is sending a lot? him. There's, yeah. a, there's a ceiling though. Like you can only, and, and we believe that it's between nine and 11 because I've done 14 and a half in one sitting. Uh, but the ceiling, it, it, it only can go so high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he did he he went to the ceiling. There was no more effect that it could have had. And he said that uh, after he kind of entered into this like vortex of a different dimension, he just kept saying, "Stop stuttering now! Stop stuttering now!" And he said it thousands upon thousands of times in a row. And the next day, he woke up and his stutter was gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I it, believe it. Uh, yeah, I don't know if the the science is all the way in to back this up, but it essentially like can can plow your brain. So if your like neural pathways are a two track, and the more you think a certain way, the deeper those two track gets. That amount of psilocin comes in, and it just plows your brain and allows you to create new neural pathways. Hmm. I know fucking nothing about this, so I'm just listening. I believe okay. it. Oh, it also cured cancer for his mom too. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw somebody that watched went through, the documentary. Uh, yeah, I, I saw what they call guy go fantastic through, fun guy. Yeah, fantastic. Do uh, do the ibogaine run and then come out not needing reading glasses or his glasses anymore. Like it fucking wow, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you start fucking with the brain and you start giving the brain gas. I mean, it's just going to do what it wants. It's like, mm, not, oh, not actual broke. petroleum, not actual petroleum. What? You're not talking about not, gas. Not you, you, put, yeah. you put gas in your brain? <laughs> no. I mean, that's like sniffing some paint cans. I mean, it gets you high, don't it? Ew. Man, that just sounds horrible. Sounds like it could kill yeah. a lot of brain cells. I don't need to lose anymore. I, I always remember when I, when I hear this, I always remember an episode of Cops that I watched when I was probably like in high school or something like that, where they were they were making a raid and there was a guy in there and he was he had like paint all over his face cuz he'd been huffing paint and the dude <laughs> <laughs> i you kind of feel bad because the dude was functionally 
retarded because of how much paint that he had huffed for oh, years. Man. And they and the cops just kept on talking about it. Like, yeah, this kid used to be like a normal kid and he started doing this and now he's basically, you know, having to wear a diaper. I'm like, wow, that is a, that is a hard way to kind of, it's a hard road to travel. When you take that turn, you're like, you know what? Let's do this paint thing. Sounds pretty cool. You know, I, that's a hard road to travel, man. Yeah. It's a hard road. Well, that's the, what's the TV show. It's like my like dirty habit or something. My strange addiction. Yeah. What, what is it? My strange addiction. Yeah. That shit's fucking weird oh, because you wonder like how someone like one of the ladies eats fucking dirt. Like she loves it. She eats dirt. She buys like red dirt and eats it. And you're just kind of like, Glass. what started There's doing that should be before it came an addiction, like the hump, like to get there. I mean, I get it that it's addictive and it becomes something, a part of your life, I guess. Right. But very interesting to see how weird addictions people have out there. It's fucking like eating dirt. Where, how do you start that? Do you're just playing out there as a kid and you're like, I've eaten dirt before. It don't taste good. I did it in the recent video. That's yeah. That's that was good. more mud. But hey. Yeah. I really like the uh, the coffee enema episode. Yeah, when dude. The that was crazy. get addicted to sticking They were doing a like a whole cup butts. of coffee or a pot of coffee in their ass a day, right? Yeah, I think a oh, day? three times a day. They were yeah. putting coffee uh, up their butt. So what is it? What are, like, I've heard of this. People have DM'd me about this. And <laughs> I'm always just like, People DM Dude, you stop. about coffee enemas? Yes. Like they <laughs> because they want to know. They're like, hey, have you heard about this? Is this good? I'm like, dude, don't put coffee in your butt. Like, don't, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Generally, rule don't put coffee in your just, butt. Let's just not put things in the butt, like unless I, you know you really want to. Yeah, like if like just a general rule of thumb, like keep keep the stuff out of there. You know, like, like don't <laughs> Stop. I'm just. That's really funny. Get this stuff out of there, man. Yeah, man. Get like, stuff out of your butt, man. Again, why? Why are you asking me? Like, that's but the other thing. It's like, like, why are you DMing, DMing me? What if it's great though? What? Right. What if it like really helps no. people? There's there's a few it, things. There's a few things in life that I can like, I can kind of like say right here on the show, and I can <laughs> I can go on record. Putting coffee in your butt. Is probably not a good thing. And maybe just like change a diet. Maybe like eat a banana now and again. Or maybe try carnivore first. Or maybe eat a banana. Don't put coffee in your yeah, butt. Yeah, like eat a banana. Don't fucking put coffee in your butt. Like, come on, man. Like there's a lot I of like stuff. Your solution is eat a banana. I, I'm just saying, like, apple a day keeps the doctor well, away. But I've never heard of, like having a carb. Yeah, I've never yeah. heard a coffee enema a day keeps the doctor away. That yeah, is not like, a saying that we can substantiate. I like this is something that has been, you know, thousands of years. You know, from the Horn of Africa into into Yemen and all these different things, like like. All through Yemen, and then it has its, as it's kind of branched off internationally, like roasted coffee. Rest assured that humans have never evolved to put a finished product coffee in their butt. Maybe that there's <laughs> that's not something you evolved to that's do. The evolution, next step of human that's evolution. Step. Yeah. yeah. See, Logan, that's what I'm talking hey, about. What happened to like this? Don't knock Hold it until you try Hold it. Hold on, I'm the hydrate. All right, so Jared's yeah. gonna Jared's <laughs> gonna do a gram of THC. I'm gonna do a coffee enema, and we're gonna do it. During a show. What did the kids huh? do? Weren't they butt chugging vodka? Like, weren't they doing butt chugging vodka and dying from that? From alcohol poisoning? Well, I heard yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, girls would soak their too. tampons in vodka. Cough syrup? 
Oh, vodka. Yeah. They're butt chugging cough syrup. That was Dude, fucking that Talk about mean, destroy your liver I mean, day. Do you yeah. guys not remember that fad where teenagers were shitting in a jar and then covering it with plastic and letting it ferment and they would huff it and that would yeah. get them high? No. What? <laughs> you said that like a casual. Dude, do you remember when teens would shit in there and then ferment it and then get high off their own feces? You guys don't yeah. remember that? No, that never a, heard. That was a thing. They had to tell people to stop doing it. Stop. Yeah. Smelling your fermented shit. Well, it's Bobby. really yeah. economical. Like, it doesn't cost anything to do that. It was like a methane, methane high. Like, oh, God. <laughs> so. I fucking can't. Oh, like, now, now is this, this is like the same crowd that's going to be talking about Flat Earth. They're, it's the same crowd. Up. They're like, I'm going to shit in a jar and I'm going to breed this to get high. <laughs> and. The scientific community is in a grand conspiracy to cover up this flat earth thing. Like, it's the same fucking crowd. Like, it's mm -hmm. the same people. Like, I'm gonna I just like the extent of, like, how people go to get high. I mean, there's already, oh, like, there's, man. like, weed and what? It's called Jenkum. Jenkum? Jenkum? Yeah, Jenkum. It was in the mid-1990s. It was a popular, popular street drug. <laughs> that's, that's not a street you would put a balloon. You'd put a balloon. You'd shit in a in a mason jar and put a balloon around around the the, the thing, and the balloon would balloon fill would up. Fill and up, you yes. would, you'd take a hit. Yeah. Do, do you think now, now? Do you think that there was actual drug dealers that were manufacturing that, so they were taking laxatives and just shitting all day as much as they could to make <laughs> methane filled balloons and sell them on the street? Uh. I commend people. No, 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 no. Come on, no, man. Oh, man, that's dirty. Oh, dude, that's like nasty. Oh my god. Yeah. This Jared was showing us a picture of a cup with feces in it and um, yeah. a, a balloon full of methane. I, 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 I commend the. Uh, I, I commend the the engineering mind. Right? Do you? I commend it. Yeah. I just wish it was applied to a different circumstance. Maybe like exactly. Maybe like, I like. Hey, you've you've exemplified resistance in what you in your desire. You know, you've you've you're clearly able to push through some barriers on that. Yeah, resilience. Right? Yeah, yeah, resilience. And then you're committed. Like you've got resilience. You're committed. You're you're kind of a scientist because you got like a, a a jar and a balloon. You know. <laughs> Now all you need is a fucking YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is pretty pretty good. Yeah, like I could maybe like try to build like a more structurally sound bridge, or, or I could yeah. shit in a cup and get myself high. Wow. Okay. I no, just okay. imagine I mean, somebody at imagine the DEA just being this? like, "Are you serious? Are you like, serious?" <laughs> At what point was somebody in a back alleyway and this guy's like, check it out. I've got Molly. I've got some weed. The guy's like, no, man, you got any jankum? He's like, actually, I got a little balloon full right here. I got two grams of jankum, dude. Straight out the asshole, bro. Oh, yeah, check God. this out. This stuff is potent. Give it a live. But now you should Google this. I wonder if the 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 product of the feces so meaning what it like like the diet associated with the outcome of what feces it is changes the type of high right like yeah. if you have a high protein diet yeah. does it like emit more gas or is it you want to go carb heavy i'm curious yeah. Dude, you got that the, vegan jankum i would go all taurine diet i would go hey man, I all taurine <laughs> <laughs> you, you got the kyle 
It's just like it's just yeah. burritos it's just and monster. It's, it's called the Kyle. It's, just, it's like I have a high taurine diet. Yeah, <laughs> I need a lot of taurine in my my Junkin. This is this is we went off the rails. This is turning into it. an incredible episode. Yeah, this is my kind of show. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> this is my kind of show. I, I what else? What else is there going on? There's nothing really going on in the news right now, is there? There's no, like, not at all. There's nothing really going on. I watched the news this morning, like, and it's just, dude, it's just propaganda at this point. Like, you know, that all morning for over an hour, they didn't show anything about Afghanistan, but they did show that the WNBA visited the White House. And that was, and that was a lion's share <sighs> of the news report. Like, it is just so overtly, like, you guys are so fucked. Like, and you're not even hiding it. And, you know, vaccine got FDA approved on Monday. It was like, it's so. Like, I think it's interesting. Well, I keep saying that, but uh, the now I, I, the thing that was came up yesterday, I got a bunch of texts from people that I know that were, that were saying the president wants businesses to uh, force employees yeah. to get vaccinated. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Like, I'm not going to tell my employees to do anything like that. I'm not going to be like, yeah, you got to do this. Like, that's fucking insane. Like, that's their choice. If they want to, great. If not, like, okay. Like, I, I, I think it's a little bit insane for the president of the United States to say he wants businesses to force their employees. Like, that's it's really unconstitutional. Real weird. It's really weird. Well, the next thing is, I think the next thing that's going to be coming is government forced vaccinations because they've already done it through the entire well the other the Dude. other thing that 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 um that was out last week was they asked the White House public affairs uh person I forget her name Jen something Jen Pinsecki uh, yeah they said well is everybody in the White House vaccinated and she's like no there's no way for us to no, tell I'm like is what? the White House requi- yeah. requiring vaccination and she's she like said, no. no not at this like, time so CDC what, staff. what? The CDC yeah. staff are not required to be. But you want businesses to do something that... What? I Not that I would give a shit whether or not the, the administration or the, the government is doing something. I just think that it's a little bit hypocritical either way. Um, and it's really unconstitutional. <laughs> like it's really yeah, well, fucked up. Yeah. It feels like they're just saying shit to see what will happen. It just... Yeah. Fucking throwing... Shit at the wall. Well, I, I think they're trying to get some. I think they're trying to pull the media off uh, Afghanistan too. So I think yeah. they're they're throwing things out that are that they know are politically controversial and that they all can they can appease the base. So when you say things like that to you know to the the base of we'll call it the the more left portion of the United States, that's going to get them like super fired up. It's going to be controversial. It's going to be on the news, and the news cycle will pick that up versus. Staying on topic, which would be, hey, this withdrawal from Afghanistan is a complete and utter failure and it's a shit show. So, and it makes the administration look really bad uh, yeah. and as it should. And they, they're just trying to, I think they're just trying to throw anything at the wall that sticks for the news cycle to pick it up versus focusing on the quite possibly the biggest shit show we've seen, I think, in the last... 
10 years. I mean, well, I, I would say I'd have to rewind all the way back to those dum-dums in Iraq that fired the entire uh, Iraqi army. Yeah. And they, they, created basically, the they created the insurgency. So that's like Rumsfeld and all these other <clears> fucking <throat> dummies that were, were making really incredible decisions to do that. So that would be 2004, right? So I think this is probably the biggest uh, catastrophe politically and also the biggest foreign policy mistake that we've probably yeah, I made. I don't disagree then. with you. I think some of that is like the taking the media coverage off Afghanistan and hopefully mm -hmm. everybody just kind of forgets it, admits this like COVID hyperbole. And then in two years when re-election or three years comes along, right? It's like, oh, I pulled the us out of war. And that's going to be the narrative that it was some massive success for American foreign policy and Biden did it, which it's an absolute failure on all accounts. So that's the plan, I think, is they're going to use this as a yeah. as, as leverage to be like, look, I'm an anti-war president. I got us out of war, even though, you know, yeah, fucking. Yeah. JP Sears's video was fantastic. Yeah. Oh my by the way. god, but dude! He is how he can do an killer. interview and be like, "Nope, there's nothing we could have done differently." Yeah, like really, that you can't even video. think of one thing right. that we could have done a little bit better. No, I, I like how he got combative during a uh, during an interview. That was like four or five days with, ago, man. With Stepanopoulos, Stepanopoulos, and was like, "That was like four idiot. or five days ago." Like, what a fucking idiot. Uh, the guy what? falling off, that's like four or five days ago. Come on. And I was like, wow. this is real. Wow. This is yeah, real. This is, this is real. Okay. This is, this is real. I, I keep coming back to this. Like everybody should be so disappointed in the political leadership. Like it just, it's just like a, a reoccurring fucking car crash that we just got to be forced. Like it's like we're forced to watch these idiots continue to make horrible decisions with our, our money and our lives, right? It's just like really fucking bad decisions. I think about this, um, where this watching the State Department and the I, I don't know how the Pentagon, how much responsibility the Pentagon has for this because I think there are a lot of fucking really smart people at the Pentagon. This withdrawal has been managed by the State Department and politicians essentially, and they have fucked this up so badly. I think what 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 I was thinking about was these were the same people that were responsible for sending us to war. They're making these decisions. So we're seeing political decisions play out in short time. So this is magnified. So we're seeing 20 years of really horrible foreign policy and bad political decisions being made in a very short time frame. But really what we're seeing is we're seeing their actual decision-making process. We're seeing the reality of their intellect play out in a very short window. We've seen it over the last 20 years, but it's stretched out and we don't, we can't really flush out the strategic and tactical differences between bad and good and whether or not, well, you know, the, the border public, of Pakistan. Right? I mean, yeah. the narrative was weapons of mass destruction to convince the Iraq invasion. Then you yeah. had the insurgency was just, was that it was a war and you focused on the battles, not the reasons for mm -hmm. The Sunnis and Shias switching sides a lot. So there's, yeah, there was no like really internal coverage unless you had like went and looked for it. It yeah. wasn't on national news, I think, like what? the first part of that. And you could debate it. You could yeah. debate the two and you'd have these two sides and it's very complex. And, uh, you know, as a guy that participated in both of those wars, I can say, you know, the Iraq war was 
a fucking complete shit show. When I say shit show, we could go in and define like, and I've said it multiple times on multiple different shows. The people that were in charge of that war, meaning the political elite, and when I say the political elite, I'm saying like our elected officials, the lawmakers, and then the top brass of the political appointed Pentagon, they're idiots. Like they are full blown self-righteous idiots. There are very few of them that, that we actually need to keep in power. Very few. So the faster we can just kind of like flush those people out of the system, get them out. And, you know, Millie's a great example of that, right? He's three weeks ago or a month ago, he's talking about his suggested uh, reading list and how critical race theory is, you know, he thinks it's actually really good. And you're like, hey, dude, why don't you concentrate on the fucking guys that are still deployed and actively engaged in combat around the world versus whether or not your soldiers should buy into a socialist scheme. Like maybe you should try to fucking figure that out versus like, oh, well, I'm going to put on my, I love those memes, by the way. I'm going to put on my lipstick and dye my hair fucking orange to appease the administration to keep my job. It's like, maybe you should just really focus on how the fuck we're going to like do an organized withdrawal and really step into the shoot on that versus what your suggested reading list is and how you can play pander to AOC's voters. I don't know. That's my, that's my rant. Jack Carr wrote a really good article. He did. Summizing a whole bunch of stuff, but we've spent $2.2 trillion in Afghanistan, $6.5 trillion in interest. Mm -hmm. All of that's financed on debt. So your money listeners is directly funding Mm -hmm. all of this. And, we haven't won a conflict, and he, he gets into this. It's really interesting. Uh, ever since 1947, when we changed uh, the War Department to the Defense Department, and he's, he's got this really good quote in there. It's, uh, precision in language reflects precision in thought, and we're just promoting this ideology where you can just, it's just okay to fail upwards. Like as long as you just hang around and put Mm -hmm. up with bullshit, you can just continue to be promoted. Jesus. Yeah, I I saw that article. I haven't read it yet though. This could be, I mean, you start thinking about the nature of the United States right now. I mean, with all the lockdowns, with the COVID shit, we've, we've, we've starved the public. We have a lot of people out of jobs. We have a lot of people not making money. We have an economy that's very unstable because of, of housing and this, and this wave of uh, the you know, domino effect of renters not being able to pay uh, and, and mortgages not being able to make. All this, all this instability going on around us, you know, that keeps everybody kind of out of what's going on over there. I mean, Jesus, if I ran, fucking rolled into Iraq right now, and we have our mess in Afghanistan, we would be right exactly where Russia or China would want it right now because we've got a fucking disaster in Afghanistan. You'd have something kicking off in our other theater that we just picked up and fucking rolled out of that we didn't really have any clear goals with. And then even back home, everybody's in a, in a, in a divide right now on one side or the other saying, this is, this is bullshit and you guys are fucking with us or no, this is deadly and we all need to stay in our homes and, and blah, 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 blah. Like, I mean, I saw a great meme that said, how the hell did the Taliban and country during, like, <laughs> you cut out there for you guys too? Yeah. Yeah. I cut I out. Yeah, Say it, it again. The, it was oh. the one where, how did they, uh, right. Take over. Uh, the Taliban, how did, 
yeah, how did the Taliban retake a country during a global pandemic? Like, weird. Weird. We turned over 600,000 weapons, mm -hmm. 75,000 vehicles, mm -hmm. and 200 aircraft. They're now one of the best supplied forces in the world. Yep. Wrap your head around that for a second. I was talking to that point the other day. It's fucking insanity. With no plan. Like, we're not even having discussions of like, do we just bomb the fuck out of some of this inventory? Like, like we're not even, there's no plan. It's like, everything's fine. We're just going to keep. We'll be out before the Taliban say we gotta be out. I'm like, yeah, we fuck. We're a bunch of fucking pussies. Yeah, don't worry. The director of the CIA talked to yeah. the leader of the Taliban yesterday, yeah. so they're they're just yeah. they're sorting it out. It's wonderful. Yeah, don't don't worry. Uh, we're talking directly with a a trusted organization, guys. You know, <laughs> that, that is actually chanting death to America, yeah. holding yeah. American weapons, and then mocking historic images of American history. Fucking great, dude. Yeah. I I hope this continues to be replayed over and over to the point where people will participate in their elections. That's what I really hope. I hope we just learn from this in the context of it. This has to be rubbed in the faces of every fucking politician in the United States over the course of the next two years. Like they have to, they have to eat this shit sandwich over and over and over again. But to your point, Jack's point, people continue to fail up. They continue to be promoted. They continue to get more responsibility. And then this is what we see. We see trillions of dollars. Like you think about that. How many trillion dollars did we say? $6.5 trillion in interest. Yeah. So, and they retook the country that we had for 20 years, trillions of dollars. Thousands of American lives, they retook the country in less than a week. So I used to talk, I used to talk about this when I was actually in Afghanistan. And we used to, you know, be cruising around and, and doing what we did. And I used to say, this is a really expensive pause. That's what this is. This is a really expensive pause. In both blood and treasure, it's fucking a massive expense to us. I used to talk about it and I used to really hope that I was fucking wrong. I used to really hope that I was wrong, which was this, this was one of the largest redistributions of American taxpayer dollars, wealth in American history from the taxpayer to the military industrial complex. I used to really fucking hope that I was wrong. When, when I would talk about it on previous shows and talk about how big of a fucking waste of lives and money some of this was, my deep internal hope was, God, I hope I'm fucking wrong. Like, I really hope this has been um, of strategic interest to the United States and that we're doing the right thing in this country for generations to come. And then to have all of that, just like have one guy just pull the handle and flush all the fucking trillions of dollars and the thousands of lives just flush it down the fucking toilet because he wants a political statement. Yeah. We withdrew. Which, by the way, to clarify, I am 100% for getting our troops out of Afghanistan. 100%. What I have to, I think I have to be really clear and precise in my language, which is 
there is a way to organize a withdrawal out of a country that is dignified for the service and the sacrifice that our veteran community and the taxpayer dollars have made in Afghanistan. And this is not the way you fucking do it. Yeah, that's this, Yeah. Wow. And the people that have been in charge of this, they got to fucking own this around their necks. Congress, they went fucking high order over, you know, the the knuckleheads that fucking made entry into the the Capitol building. We went congressional, you know, investigations. We want this, we want that. And it's like, okay, dude, you had a bunch of crazy people. I, I'm not discounting it, but you had a bunch of crazy people do something that is directly against 99% of the people that actually believe in conservative values. They did, they did something. Got it. But now, where are the, all the Congress? The con, where's Congress? Where's our political officials going? We want fucking heads. We want heads to roll, political heads to roll for this. Where are the investigations? Where are the people asking for resignations? Not one resignation so far. Can you Dude, guys fucking not, believe this? They're not even this? talking about it. He was mm. fucking around with the WNBA yesterday. Yeah. All day. Not one resignation. Every one of us, every one of us in the veteran community should be galvanized in our, like what I would like to see is a fucking massive protest, like literally in, in Washington, D.C. from the veteran community because this flies in the face of every person that has dedicated time, their lives, like our adult lives given to this. And it's like, ah, oh, Move on to the next thing. Let's get the WNBA in here. Come on, guys. Couldn't have done anything different. Couldn't have done anything different. That was like four days ago. It was like four days ago. <laughs> I always knew these people were idiots, by the way. I always yeah, knew they were idiots. I really hope they weren't. I always knew they were fucking idiots. Like, I always knew they were self-surfing, self-serving, fucking bumbling fools. They just validated it. Well, that's that. Well, here we are. Here we are. And who's here this? Uh, what else you got in here? You got the new director of the CIA, which is William Burns. He's a. Oh, it was kind of just, you know, it was more of the same kind of this conversation we were having at the beginning as far as this, this different dialogue that's coming out in mainstream media that differs from what's actually happening on the ground to the point where you can't even believe it. Like, there's an article on MSN about the CIA director meeting with the head of the Taliban. And there's a quote in there. It says, today, the Taliban have allowed the evacuation effort of Americans and Afghanis to proceed largely unimpeded, which if you read the stuff that we've put out on Coffee or Die is not true at all. Um, Jericho Denman is on the ground over there right now. Uh, and says, there's constant gunfire. The Taliban are printing and passing out and selling fake visas. Uh, to refugees, they're letting masses of people approach the perimeter that aren't entry points to cause a clusterfuck to happen in various areas around the airport. Like, they're fucking with us on a massive scale. But yet, our mainstream media says, oh, yeah, they're just letting us get out of there unimpeded. Like, <laughs> how are you writing this stuff? And now putting all that of a sudden, the they got people? educated and organized overnight? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And on top of that, what, it took China 48 hours before they were sitting down? Because you know they're just going to move in. 
And have all of that infrastructure that mm-hmm. we've built over the last two decades is immediately going to go to China's benefit so that they can use all of that to tap into the mineral resources in Afghanistan. And it's going to further hinder us moving forward. Like it's like the downside of this is just tremendous. I agree with that. Well, yeah, the downside of this is tremendous. Uh, I, I don't know where we go from here to be fair. Like I really don't. I think that, and I'm not looking at it as, you know, I think that it's, it's one of those problems that we have to solve as a nation. Uh, you know, but accountability needs to flow up. It needs to flow from the voters to the elected officials and then down. Like accountability has to be, like we have to request and demand accountability from these dudes. Um, these people, you know, these dudes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's <laughs> oh. a, that was a fun little rabbit hole for us to go down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Anything? Living the dream. How's Salt Lake City? Good? Great. Air quality was great yesterday uh, for the first time in like a month. So that was nice. Uh, I remember last time I was here, uh, Salt Lake literally put out like a a notification to the people who are like, hey, the air quality is so bad, don't exercise. Yeah, do not go outside. (laughs) There's staying home mandates. Like, don't go outside. (laughs) Is that from fires or the inversion or both? Both. It was both. Fires and the inversion, damn. Yeah, so you have smoke that just sits here in the valley for extended periods of time. It's fucking nasty. I wish I I was back in San Antonio. It's nice to move back. A beautiful sunny day. It's hot as fuck, though. Well, all right, guys. Shit. Great episode. See you guys. Hell yeah. That concludes today's training. Any questions? Drum titties, boy!